So if someone is experiencing loss, there can be a point where they're incomplete. They didn't know it was coming or there's lack of communication that needed to be handled. The sadness associated with that was, why didn't I tell her all of that? She may have known it, but to be able to say those words to that individual is not only helps with the traumatic situation, but there's healing in and of that self. I lost my younger sister to a battle of breast cancer when she was 41. And yeah, gratitude, thinking of gratitude, feeling grateful was the farthest thing that I could connect with in my grieving process. People have had an image in their mind being with this individual, right? I do. Right? We said those vows. And so it's, it is grief, regardless of what caused the loss. <laughs> Well, good afternoon, Slay family. I am here to have a really powerful conversation for the holiday season. And I'm so excited to have our special guest, Linda Rozak Burton here today. Uh, some of you may have seen Linda in the past. We don't often have recurring people here, but Linda is truly special. So first of all, thank you so much for being here, Linda. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you so much for the invite. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, if you haven't met Linda, we had her on once before because she wrote this awesome book called Gratitude Heals. And we are going to talk a little bit today, um, the book I highly recommend, but we're going to talk a little bit today about what prompted her to write the book and about some things people are going through during the holiday season. So to begin with, uh, you experienced loss yourself, and we will tie this into the holidays in just a minute, but you experienced some loss years ago with your sister, and that started you on a professional journey to study gratitude and learn how to coach and teach people with that process. So before we get into the conversation about the holiday season, could you take a minute for people who have not had the pleasure of meeting you and tell them a little bit about what you went through and your journey? Yeah, thank you. I'd love to share that. Um, I did. I lost my younger sister to a battle of breast cancer uh, when she was 41. And um, yeah, gratitude, thinking of gratitude, feeling grateful was the farthest thing that I could connect with in my grieving process. And so, you know, people would say to me, oh, you know, she's no longer suffering or you're lucky you had her in your life for as long as you did. And I could acknowledge that, but it didn't go any deeper than seriously, the breath it took to say, yes, I'm grateful that I had her in my life for 41 years. And so that did, it led me down this path to looking at what the science of gratitude was, was acknowledging in terms of helping with grief, helping cope with any traumatic situation, personal, community-wise, nationwide. And so that surprised me because as I started to study it, I actually started to practice it. And mm. I, I would have told you, Leanne, before this happened, that I considered myself to be a grateful person. But it was really only very sporadic. Um, and so by studying the science and studying the different types of interventions to actually help us develop a disposition, I was able to recontextualize my grief. Grief didn't go away. It was as painful as it was, but I was able to see the light, um, which is a common term, but I was able to reframe it 
into a very healthy way to process that grief because I was caught up in what some people call almost an obsessive um, complex type of grief. And it was compounded by the the, uh, the 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 family loss. My mother passed away about 18 months later. Um, my father passed away. We moved him up here after that. He passed away. So it was really a lifesaver for me to have already known what I needed to do to help go through that grieving process in a much healthier um, emotional state, mental state, even even my own self-care improved by practicing gratitude. So Linda, one of the reasons I really wanted to um, have you here today was because for many, many people, the holidays are an incredible time of year. People love it and there's joy and there's family and there's so many things to be grateful for. But there also are times where it's not easy for people and they could experience loss. They could be under some kind of financial stress or something that they're really having a hard time at a time where you're supposed to be you know, happy or supposed to be exuding joy and feeling great. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. And, you know, I know that um, you can make a big difference for people. And, and and you and I had talked a little bit. So I felt we would share if you would tell everybody when you lost your dad, because that's hmm. so hard. Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve. Lost- yeah. Early in the morning, chest pains, um, emergency department. And uh, it was about a 12 hour experience. Um, it was, it was tough because I really, I don't think I've acknowledged this to many people, but I had a very hard time leaving him after he had passed. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) you know, the hospital wanted to move things along, but they were gracious enough to let me stay as long as I needed to. And I remember we walked out of the hospital and snow had fallen and you know, that hush that's there in the snow it was yeah. it just it's a surreal moment i'll remember for the rest of my life because even with that silence um it was the fact that i had just that he had just passed away and um and and it, it you know what comes back to your memory is all the christmases that you have and had had and the traditions that mm. that we had as a family all of that that void then became very very evident to me that 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 was missing and so that was com- that was even more complex with my sister not being there my mother and so if i could share anything that helped me cope with that then i then i think i'm doing something good in life look you're really doing something good and when I heard about this, you know, webinar that you have coming up, that was when I immediately I called you because you did. Yeah, immediately. The second I saw that, I think it was about a five second reaction, maybe. And the reason is, you know, two years ago, um, I lost my mom you know, right before the holidays. And within a week of that, my oldest childhood friend who I've known since I was 12 lost her mom. And then a couple weeks later, my mother-in-law passed away. And then right after that, my friend who I've known for 26, 27 years, her mom passed away. So we lost four moms in that short little window. And 
that was so hard that holiday season. And, you know, there was a piece of me that was just so sad. And then there was a piece of me that was trying to not be so sad for my son's sake. And I thought, right. oh, if I had something like this webinar that you're doing back then, that would have been so, I would have had all my friends on there like, okay, here's how we're going to manage it. So when I heard that you were doing something normally, you know, I like to keep things upbeat and everything, but this is real. This is real for people. And whether they're experiencing stress, loss, whatever, if you're doing this special webinar to teach people how to navigate through their emotions during the holidays. And that is such an incredibly powerful, generous thing. So can you tell everybody a little bit about what yeah. that is and, and what your goals are to, ha to help people, please? Yes, the, the goals are for people to really understand what gratitude is um, from, from the, the research, the literature, but also from what we've what spiritual leaders and philosophers have known for centuries and then why it matters, how, how it is helping, how it can help us navigate coping through the holiday season. Sometimes when there's a loss, there's regret, there's guilt. Um, there's, there's a need to try to find forgiveness and you can't have that conversation with that individual about whatever the forgiveness is because they're no longer there. Or perhaps it's a suicide, and you know that 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 is something that you're trying to come to grasp with, in and of itself. In addition to the grief that's go alongs with it, so we really take a look at what are all the factors that we need to have some coping skills with, that we need to um, really look at how do we survive this? How have we survived traumatic issues in the past if we've had them? What can we learn from that? There's also um, a term called post-traumatic stress. And when we look at the elements of, po of, of post-traumatic stress, so you've gone through a tragedy and you've come out growing, not just being resilient, bouncing back, right? But growing from that experience, it is grounded in the elements of gratitude, appreciation of our life, of our, our relationships, of the strengths that we have that has pulled us through a really difficult experience. We also know that it helps minimize the, the, the um, effects of depression, anxiety, and that in a way, as we gain stronger, um, a, a stronger fortitude through our gratitude practice, that we actually start taking better care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the term self-gratitude sometimes is, is viewed skeptically, but just as you know, we need to love ourselves as to love others, I think we really look at how are we grateful for who we are, our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health, and how does that help ground us a little bit further in when we need to reframe? I mean, there's going to be times when we, we sit in the car and the tears are unstoppable, right? Yeah. And all these, all these emotions, all these feelings, we have to have them. There really is no right way or wrong way. It's what it's what it is that has it comes up in our life, and not to judge how we're feeling. You know your your example. You you know you tried to get up and you get knocked back down with the next the next person that passed, and you try to deal with that, and there's another one that knocks you back down. And so the time to take care of ourselves and really have that self gratitude for what we're going through and forgiveness for. You know, maybe if we 
cut somebody off because we are upset, angry, frustrated, sad. All of that is just so very important to to experience and then use gratitude as as a tool to help us get through those really dark periods. Again, you know, I always and I'll say this in the webinar. It does not practicing gratitude does not deny that these negative events have occurred. But we do know that it helps promote healing and it helps us reframe the thoughts that are not serving us very well. So, so. some people, you know, there's there if someone's we'll talk about loss first, I guess. So if someone is experiencing loss, there can be a point where they're incomplete. You know, like you said, they didn't know it was coming or there's lack of communication that needed to be handled. And there's there's that. And then there's sometimes where you know that a loss is coming and you get the blessing of being able to say what you want to say, communicate. But it still doesn't make it easier that they're not there for the holidays. And I assume that you'll be working with people no matter which one of those places they're coming from. Yeah, in fact, two of the tools that I want to share with everybody is um, a template for a gratitude letter, a letter of gratitude. Interestingly, the night my sister passed, I sat down and wrote her a letter of gratitude. Now, the le a letter of gratitude in the science of positive psychology really didn't have all that much attention. I felt compelled to write down my thoughts that the... the the sadness associated with that was, why didn't I tell her all of that? She may have known it. I believe she did. But but to be able to, to say those words to that individual is not only helps with the traumatic situation, but there's there's healing in and of that self. I still have that letter that I wrote. And um and so there's a process that the research says when you want to write a letter of gratitude to someone who's made an impact in your life to write the letter why it was why they were meaningful how you benefited what possible sacrifices they made for you as much specificity as possible and if they are alive don't mail it don't put a stamp on it don't email it read it to that individual mm. And so I couldn't do that with Debbie, but I did read it at her service. Well, I read half of it and then I couldn't go any further. So someone was kind enough to read it for me. But that is one way of beginning the healing. I, the, 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 again, the grief doesn't go away, but it's, you know, I was looking for these 30 second moments of complete uh feeling anything besides grief any anything that i could do and those 30 seconds begin to expand with every type of practice so the gratitude letter template is someone that uh, is something that i will give to everybody that attends the webinar the other one is a is a technique called grateful processing and that is similar except that we're not writing a letter to anybody we're really looking at what strengths have we do we need or have we developed to deal with this traumatic event and what what did what did i learn about myself what did i learn about relationships what did i learn about how i can apply this 
to the grieving process, but also what's the growth that I can, again, employ for the next traumatic incident. I mean, we're always going to have something that's going to impact us. Sure, sure. So it's a processing of um, of how we want to reframe this, but it's in a very positive way because the depression and the anxiety and um, the complexity of grief, it goes on for quite a while. So there is a continual need to look at different types of practice techniques. Number one, to help with the healing, but also to give you what I call those momentary moments of neutral where the tears aren't flowing or the, you know, you're not eating or you're finding that you just want to isolate yourself and not interact with anybody. It's really, um, it's so powerful. You're doing this. And, you know, when this series happened with my friends and I, and my family and all that, it was two years ago. And last year was the, was still really tough. And this year, I can't say that I don't, miss people because that would not be true but I can come from a place of gratitude without the pain attached yes them yes it's such a process now you and I have talked a lot about loss so far but you also were going to talk a little bit about divorce can you talk about that and how you're helping people navigate who are going through that's a very different kind of loss it is it is and you know the that it's still a loss. You know, people have had an image in their mind of being with this individual, right? I do. Right? We said those vows. And so it's, it is grief, regardless of what caused the loss, it still is grief. And the, and the grateful practice processing activity is something that people have really found success, especially because of an, of a divorce because it reminds them that they made it through a difficult time um, and they reflect on the strengths that have that that have, they've used to go through past experiences mm -hmm. you know i resilience is great it, it it's the, the terminology used to explain resilience is you kind of bounce back to where you were before the event nothing wrong with that However, with grief, whether it's if you, you know, if you're no longer married to this individual and maybe they're still close by or you have children that you're sharing custody with, that just comes up all the time. Constantly reminder of that loss, that loss, that loss. I've had a client that has been working through this for 20 years. And so it it's a reminder of her to go back to look at wait a minute, how have I grown as an individual, right? And remembering that those strengths pulled you through, it's pulled you through every year since the divorce um, and that you can tap into that again and then kind of just summarize it. So when I look at how I've handled this event, um, what have I learned about myself? How can I be grateful for that? And how can I be grateful for how I've grown as an individual? But it takes time. It's, it's, you know, I can talk about a technique. I can show share a template, but it takes that practice. It takes that deep, deep introspection sometimes to be able to, to relearn how we're looking at a situation. Yes. So you're having a webinar on December 19th. Yep. Can you give out the details, please? 
Yes, it is um, 1 to 2 p.m. Tuesday, December the 19th. Anyone that wants to register can go to the link that we'll put in, in the um, chat below. And it takes you to my website. It gives you a little more background, gives you the objectives that we'll cover during the program. And once you register, it's $24 a person. And I want you to invite a guest free um, as a nice as a nice gesture for somebody that perhaps would benefit from attending. Um, and then you get the Zoom link, your guests will get the Zoom link and we'll go live at 1 p.m. next Tuesday. Awesome, okay, so what we'll do is if you are watching this on YouTube or Facebook, we will put the link below. But Linda, just in case someone's listening on the podcast, can you give out your site so they can find a way to get there if they can't see a visual link, please? Yes, www.drwcoaching.com. And they'll see that under under the blog menu. And DRW Coaching is your company, just for those who don't know. So, uh, and DRW, those are my sister's initials. Mm. So, I have her with me all the time. All well, the time. Lisa, thank you so much for being here. And we do wish everyone to have a great and happy and joyous holiday. You know, we don't want to be yes. sad or depressing here, but look, if you're in a place where you need this, I know it'll make a difference for you. And if you are in a great place, you may know someone else. Um, very yeah. dear friends of mine, a mother, daughter um, that I've known for years, they just lost the mom, grandmother about a little over a week or so ago. So, uh, you know, my first thing is going to be to invite them to your webinar right away, because if you ever have been through something like that, you know how tough it can be for people. So Linda, bless your heart for taking you. your personal loss and turning it into a way to make a difference for other people. Thank you so much, Leanne. I, that's very meaningful that you said that. And honestly, I appreciate you sharing what you've experienced as a loss as well. And, you know, it does unite all of us it's in some way. Um, but it is yeah. it is a time to to look at the season and try to get as much out of it as possible and recognize what we are feeling. Yeah, it's it's a balance of, you know, experiencing yeah. what you have, but also that there are still other people here that do love you and care about you. And that's probably how people are listening yeah. to this right now, because somebody cared about you and loved you and directed you towards <laughs> this. So by the way, if you do know someone, please share this content with them if you can, so that if they want to, you know, get some help and hopefully they'll hear it in time for the webinar. But if not, Linda's book, again, I recommend it. it's called Gratitude Heals. You can get this book, which is very helpful talks a little bit about this journey as well. So uh, we will be back live next week, everyone. Uh, thank you so much. And um, today we are looking to empower you from grief. And next week, we're going to be a little bit like wild and silly to kind of pick up the holiday spirit. So stay tuned. Love it. I'll see you then. <laughs> thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.